Welcome to Wealth Made Simple with Shaz, where you'll learn how to master your money through business, property, and tax saving strategies. Your host has collectively helped his clients make tens of millions of pounds in additional profits through these strategic approaches to business. Introducing Shaz Nawaz, an award-winning chartered accountant, property tax expert, entrepreneur, and property investor. Um, something that I think that people like to rush because it's the boring bit. It's the admin side of things. It's the bit that nobody particularly likes doing and unless you, know, you decide to pursue this sort of thing as a career is research. I think that people spend as little time as they can to try and get the best answer they can. And the internet has made that completely possible. Um, but beware the internet trolls. Um, for there is a lot of information on the internet and you need to do your research to make sure you know that what you are reading is truthful, accurate, reflective of the actual situation and correct. Um, and I think a lot of people do like to rush that that step um, in the, in their research and understanding what it is they're looking for. Um, that's absolutely true because you can't shortcut these things, Kieran. Uh, there's a certain amount of effort required to learn anything new or anything different. Uh, and you and I have talk, talked about this before. You know, if, if somebody wants to run a half a marathon, a marathon, 5K or whatever, there's a certain amount of effort that goes into it. Uh, and if you don't put that effort in, okay, you know, the, the minimum threshold entry requirement, uh, then you won't be able to achieve uh, that long distance or semi-long distance run or, or marathon that you're looking to achieve. And just like that, uh, you've got to put in the hard hours, the hard graft, especially if you're a beginner in terms of growing your knowledge. So to, uh, you get to understand you know, what is property investing. Most importantly, by the way, look at the history of property investing. Where did it start? How did it start? Who were the pioneers? What challenges did they have? What problems did they have? You have to know the history of the thing that you're looking to get into. And that's what most people miss. Alongside that, then you're obviously understanding what the, the different property strategies are, why you're looking to invest, because everybody's personal reason for investing is going to be different, hence why it's personal. Then thinking about how can you get into property investing, okay? Thinking about who you can work with, the people that you need around you, the areas that you want to invest in, in terms of strategies. Do you want high capital growth and low yield or annual return? Or do you want high yield uh, and lower capital growth? Or do you, or do you want a combination? Or, or do you want to use other people's money? Or do you, and obviously have a smaller return, but but having 50% uh, of something is better than having 100% of nothing. So it's, it's about thinking about all of those things. Exactly uh, that. And being very sure in terms of where you want to be. And you can't get that from anybody else. You've got to do the hard miles. And as you know, Kieran, I've got up and down the country speaking a lot on stage. And a common question and is, I come with what, you. Are the top, 
Yeah, you, you do nowadays, absolutely. That's right. And people sometimes ask, what are the one, two, three ways of getting to where you are, Shaz, or where, where to get to the next point? Well, the bad news is, well, in fact, the good news is there are a certain number of steps. The bad news is it's not one, two, or three. Ask me the 124 different steps that someone needs to take to get to a particular stage, uh, and I can share those with you. Ask me about the three, but there aren't three because there's no silver bullet. There's no magic pill, okay? And if you're looking to do three, then you're looking for a very lazy way to become affluent and successful. And I'm afraid, apart from the things that we've shared previously uh, on different episodes in terms of winning the lottery or, or receiving a large inheritance, three ways aren't going to get you to where you want to get to. So you've got to do the hard miles, the hard graft and the heavy lifting. Yes, yes, you do. And and that's and that all I mean j- j- just think for for one second listeners the yeah we we talked about we're talking right now about research and researching what you get into and just the depth of that very simple answer that Shaz gave that that we've spoken about and and how many facets there are to it you can't just for because I know it's popular right now, you can't just go on and use a chatbot or a you know AI generator and go, what are the top 10 tips for getting into property? Because there aren't a top 10 tip. There are, there, there are 10 tips and we will share 10 tips with you. Absolutely, we will. But understand that that's just the tip of the iceberg. It goes so much deeper than that and so much more broad than that. And finding the tip of the iceberg is great. You're you're in the right area. You now know you're in the right area. Now it's time to drill down and see just how big this iceberg is. And I think it's important to recognize that. And I think alongside that, you know, speaking of understanding things that people like to skip over, you know, if you skip over your research, then you don't completely understand all the costs that are involved in in property um i think that's one of the things that catches people out on more than one occasion when they're doing their brief analysis because they'll go well i buy a house for 100 grand i rent it out for 500 grand uh 500 pound a month i'm making six grand a year boom done easy is it that easy shaz can be once you've done it a few times uh, and you know your way around where you're going it's but, but, a bit like the underground Kieran because right? once you've been on the underground a few times and you've missed your stop and you've got lost and you're, you're from the northern line you're on the Piccadilly line on the Victoria line okay or on the Circle line on the Hammersmith and City line okay then you soon understand how to get from point A to point B it's like a maze okay but, but until you're familiar with it and you've missed a few stops and, and uh, you've got lost, uh, you're not going to know your way around. So the underground is very easy if you've used it for some time uh, and you know where you're going. But until then, it's not that easy, no. No, no, exactly. And I mean, this, this, the, the idea of, yeah, I'm just going to buy a house for 100 grand, rent it out for 500 pound a month, six grand a year. Uh, take me 10 years to make 60 grand so in 20 years i'll have made 20 grand and paid and pay got all the money back that cost in the house in the first place 
it's it, it it's never that simple. I promise you that. Well, Kieran, as you know, a business plan never fails on paper. No, so, no, exactly that. But what and, about all and, the ancillary costs that suddenly you need to take into account in that calculation that you would have found if you'd done your research properly and now you're researching the costs, you've gone by purchase price and then rent, rental cost. That, that Where are all the other costs that are involved? And I promise you there are a long list. Yeah, but I, I think it's important. To, you know, we're not here to make it sound like it's harder than it is, but at the same time here, we're not here to make it sound like a walk in the park uh, because it, it isn't. And obviously we'd never knowingly, as you know, Kieran, okay, misadvise uh, anybody ever. So if you look into investing property, um, uh, as you've said, people need to be thinking about, okay, what's a desirable location for the types of tenants that they're looking to attract? What's the different distance between where they are and where their gold mine area or where they're looking to buy uh, property? How far is that? Are they willing to travel? What are the rental yields and the returns in that particular area? What are the property prices in that particular area? How much money do they need to invest in that uh, to get on the on the property ladder? How much competition is there? Is there any regeneration going on in that particular area, uh, which is going to support? Uh, the housing market, what's happening in the local economy and what's the local council doing in that particular area? What's the population growth? What's the uh, historical uh, house price growth? Is there a promising future? Okay, and then obviously uh, with that, and again, there's a lot of work here if uh, people haven't quite, or some people haven't quite caught on. What are the political <laughs> factors, the economic factors, the social factors, the technological factors, the environmental factors, and the legal factors, okay, uh, that are going to uh, affect this? And that, what I've just shared with people right now is a model called PESTEL. So political, economic, social, technological environmental and legal so thinking about all of those things okay uh helps you get prepared to go into a particular area once you've done your research and you've done your homework and we've talked about this a lot kieran uh, you're well prepared you've got the foundations right and the foundations are extremely important to property investors then you're ready to go into the battlefield Absolutely, I completely agree. Completely agree. And then, you know, so now, 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 someone's done their research and they understand that research is impossible. And now, caveat: you can never do too much research, but don't be paralyzed by research, and don't use research as a way of procrastination. Don't, don't, don't fall into that trap because I have seen people do that before. They they go. Oh, I'm just gonna. Look, I'm just gonna look into this, and then you speak to them a month later. Well, have you have you started yet? Well, n no, I'm I'm still doing my research. Okay, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Six months later. Well, well, I looked at this, and then this came up, and I went down this rabbit hole, and I did some more research on that. So I'm still doing research. A year later, I, I'm I'm still doing research because because then this happened, and then this, and then and then and then and then and. We call it paralysis through procrastination. And, you know, five years down the line, they're still researching. You don't need Absolutely. that much research. That's because 
as we shared on the episode to do with money, they don't have the confidence to make that next move, Kieran. So they just keep thinking about the ifs, buts, and only. You know, how many times have we heard somebody say, oh, I had that great idea that somebody else has got. If only I'd have done that three years ago when that idea came to me, I'd be where they are today, if not in a better situation. Yeah. And, and the, the other thing that we hear a lot is, oh, yes, but Shaz, what about this? 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 Okay, it's great that you're aware that these things are possible, but I promise you, 80% of them, 90% of them, never going to happen. And I think we all know that. I know everybody can resonate with this. All of those things we've worried about over the years, Kieran, most of those haven't happened to most people. No. no. So why worry about something which hasn't happened yet? Why not just be mentally prepared for it when it happens? Okay, as the old English saying goes, cross that bridge if and when you get to it. Yep. And keep calm and carry on. That's the best way. It's the only way, in my opinion. Um, so once you've done all your all your research, you've started to take action, because I think that's that's the next step in the process is taking action, understanding what it is you're doing. Now, 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 now you've done your research, you understand that you're going to the right area with the right strategy, with the right people behind you with the right money, finance, however you want to build your business. Um, and that, that, so, so now you understand all of what all of the things you need. You're now starting to take action. You're now looking for those properties actively. You're putting offers in. You're finding your, your niche and you're drilling down into it. And I think that's the next piece of advice overall is – even if you trip and fall and it doesn't go according to plan, taking action is, you, you, you're going to make mistakes. But better make busy mistakes than no mistakes at all because you've done nothing. That's, a, that's a terrifying place to be. Where well, I think it's that, again, saying where you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Yep. So you've got to take some shots. You've got to take some risk. Uh, this low risk, medium risk, high risk. Uh, you got to do, you've got to speculate to accumulate, as we all know. So that all of that involves action, which you and I have covered quite a bit. Yeah. But I think once... People are already at the done the research and they're kind of clear on their strategy and they understand their exit plan, they understand how lending and mortgages work, they have their power team in place. I think a, a, a good way to people to start a property in the world of property and to gain confidence is when you go into a property, think about how you can increase and add value to a property because that's going to get you to, to see a, a very quick and to some extent an immediate return. So whether it's, you know, decorating a property, whether it's replacing some of the old fixtures, fittings, windows to modernize a property, whether it's obviously organizing some more significant repairs, maintenance uh, of, the, of the property, and obviously if, they, if a budget allows to obviously build some kind of an extension to expand the kitchen or a kitchen or a living room or to build a conservatory to make it more appealing or to do a garage conversion, 
which usually works well. Now, adding maximum appeal to the garden, taking good care of it, making it look nice, opening up um, the living area or, or the kitchen area, you know, make it look open, nice, welcoming, appealing. Uh, and that all of that you know, changes the perspective and the value of a property. I mean, if you go and buy a car, Kieran, I'm sure, I know you've done this in the past, and somebody hasn't cleaned their car, looks dirty from the outside, it's dirty and filthy on the inside, chances are you're not going to buy it because your first impression is a bad impression. Yeah. Somebody yeah. who's cleaned up their car inside, outside, waxed it, polished it, for example, and you open the door and it smells nice and, uh, and the seats are nice and clean. I think this, it, it gives you the impression that this car has been well looked after, even though the person who's, been, who's, who's had it has been hampering it day in, day out, but they just made a big effort to clean it on the day you came to view it. It changes your perspective because you can't see what they can see. You don't know what they've done, if that makes sense. So I think yeah. we're looking to add value to a property, small, minor, okay, and major changes, okay, are going to have a significant uh, uh, improvement on the perception and the value of a property. Yeah, absolutely. They completely are. I think it's also, and this ties in again with, funnily enough, more research, um, you'll know from from your research the maximum current value of properties on the street that you're buying in and you'll know that if you're buying for example below market value and you're buying a property that needs work doing to it it's take a holistic view of it is the kitchen good is the kitchen bad is the kitchen awful do you need to replace the kitchen is replacing the kitchen going to add the value of the kitchen back onto the value of the property in time because that that's the other, that's the other thing a lot of in my opinion there's very few aspects of the property business as a whole umbrella that are fast that are quick everything takes time everything takes takes a, a measure of time to do and to facilitate so if you're gonna rip out of rip for example rip out a kitchen spend 15 grand on a new kitchen for the property how long will it take you to recoup that that finance that cost is it going to be you know instantaneous you're going to put a new kitchen in the house is going to go up 20 grand well in which case get on and do it get it i mean get it get it moving now it's it's, it's necessary is it going to add five grand well then you're still 10 grand shy so you need to hold on to that property for slightly longer to recoup the cost yeah, it swings and roundabouts on the, on that side of thing, but it's it's knowing what small measurable increases you can make to a property to add value and how much value they are likely to add to the point where your house is on par, if not exceeding those that are considered the best in the street that the cap of what you will get at this precise moment in time, according to the market rate. Absolutely right. And in terms of talking about caps, uh, that obviously in itself is a risk. So spending that time looking at the different types of risks that may affect you in your particular property strategy are important. Yes. Uh, so as you know, Kieran, we've seen a significant amount of uh, changes in tax legislation, which we may cover on a different episode. Some are but good, thinking, some are bad. Think, 
yeah, thinking about those, thinking about the legal complications you may face, thinking about if you have a bad tenant, how you deal with that, thinking about missed rental payments uh, and your own personal financial challenges and how you're going to address that. Obviously, considering rising interest rates and how you're going to obviously uh, accommodate that in, in your cash flow. And looking at it as it, all of that, a, sorry. All, all yeah. of that does fundamentally fall under under knowing your market, knowing your research. Thanks for listening to Wealth Made Simple. You can follow and contact Shaz on the Facebook pages Entrust Property Tax and The Profits Wizard. You can also find Shaz on LinkedIn, YouTube and Instagram. Alternatively, email him at shaz at aa-accountants.co.uk. Build your wealth by mastering money.